Good morning, Gotham. September 14th, 2018. My name is Andrew Claudio, and this is Gotham Front Page. Joining me for the third time this week and the fourth time in the last seven days uh, is Jesse Finver. Jesse, good morning, buddy. Is Gotham getting tired of hearing my voice at this point? Like, I feel like it's... Well, I'll tell you this much. They're absolutely getting tired of mine, if that's the case. Jesse, we're going to... We, we might get into it. You and my, you and me on this episode, yeah, uh, we probably will. We we're, will, because we're on opposite ends of the spectrum. It feels like, based on yeah. some rapid reactions and some slack conversations that went down today. Yes, uh, we are. At a press conference at City Field, the New York Mets, uh, led by their captain David Wright and CEO Jeff Wilpon, announced that David Wright will be activated from the disabled list on September 25th or 24th. The, when they return for their final homestand and he will be playing his he will start at third base and play his final game in a Mets uniform maybe on, it might be his final game they may play him like like they may like like I heard like there was like a rumor like oh like maybe they'll, like, they'll, they'll play him on the 30th also like no like they, like they said he's starting at third base he might get in that bat but if you gotta understand what the secondary market is for the 29th that is going to be David Wright's last game I yeah. It feels very A-Rod in we picked a day, that's your last day, you walk off into the sunset, there's no point in buying tickets for the 30th. Um, but yeah, David Wright will start at third base and hopefully play all nine innings. Uh, Mickey Calloway also confirmed that Jose Reyes will start at shortstop, so the Mets will get Wright and Reyes on the left side of the diamond for one final time together. Um, Which is pretty cool. It's very cool. Uh so you guys you know i i'm a i'm like to an, a, a dangerous level obsessed with baseball and i love this sport way too much and i'm also the most optimistic person that i think the plan that, that god ever created that the planet has ever seen um i don't see how anyone can be jaded by this or take this as not a heartwarming story, a sad end to a great career. Um, this is a guy that, like, as I was watching him tear up at the press conference, I obviously got choked up myself. And I don't look at this, like, obviously, like, Dave Wright, the baseball player, disappeared from my life two years ago. And I I more just looked at this as, a, as closure at first. Like, okay, like, what we always wanted, he's going to get a game or get a series in and then this is over we don't have to worry about is david wright coming back for the next two years of his contract um that's really how i look at it if this is finally going to be a celebration of david wright rather than his career ending even though it really is how it ended with he got hurt couldn't fight those injuries couldn't get back healthy you know like i, I was able to look at the at the positives of this go ahead jesse well, how did you how did you view the David Wright announcement yesterday? No, it's I, I do agree with you. I think that it's it's a it's gonna be a really special day, um, and it's gonna be I, I know it's gonna be the first Met game I've watched in a while. I'll tell you that much. Jesus, um, <laughs> uh, because this team has jaded me. Um, I maybe it's the fact that I'm on to football season and Sam Darnold is my lord and savior, um, <laughs> Fair but. Enough. I'm kind of over David Wright. I appreciate everything he's done for the franchise. He's been great. Um, but like, I don't know. He, it, it, 
I I mourned him like I I mourned him three years ago. Like like my last memory of him is that world's and it last everybody's last memory of him really is that World Series home run. And I I will say I I I do I love David Wright, but it didn't hit me nearly as emotionally as a lot of people. Like I'm not like all broken up about it. I was broken up about it like three years ago when he was diagnosed with spinal stenosis, and I was just like, all right, that's going to be a career for this guy. Like people don't come back from that. It just doesn't happen. Um, and obviously he was trying his best, uh, and he was really broken up about it yesterday during a press conference. He was crying and to wipe his face with the towel and everything because. The reporter straight up asked him, "Is like, is is this it?" And he was like, "Based on what the doctors are telling me, like, there's no improvement." Uh, and this guy, there's story, there's articles been written about him recently detailing his his journey through these these injury struggles. The the guy couldn't move in bed, and his wife had to dress him some days because he couldn't move. That's how much pain he was in. I feel for the guy, and I, I love everything that he's done for the organization. He's the the most re- is he the first ever Mets captain, or is he just the most recent? He's the fourth. Yeah, the um, fourth. I think both Carter and Max and Keith Hernandez were uh, captains, and then John Franco, in the least uh, relevant captain and least appropriate captain yeah. in Mets history. John Franco was a captain, and David Rice the fourth. So. so yeah, I mean, he he brought me a lot of joy, but like I said, I'm like not all broken up about this because I got over him three like two three years ago when I I heard the diagnosis and I was like, uh, like I I wasn't holding out hope, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean they they put an insurance policy in for this guy's contract to recoup at least like what seventy five percent of his deal. Like they Just knew, about, yeah, they knew. Everybody knew. It was, the writing was on the wall. And I read it and I was like, all right, damn, like this was like one of my favorite Mets ever. Uh, I've been public and private in, in public and private. I have I haven't tr- I haven't trashed David. Right. But so I what does been, that like, mean, by the way, because your tweet about I've publicly and privately trashed David. Right. Because I mean? have I have I have I, I've talked about him in a group chat with uh, guys I grew up with and I have to be consistent in my takes. Um, and and it's what I believe. You know, I, I'm just like I'm over him. That's just what it is. So is I'm that not, just it? That I, I like I don't care. To be like I can't be, I can't pretend to be this David Wright fanboy that I'm not. You know. All right, uh, that's fair. I mean, look, I he's great. I saw his whole career. Like I, 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 yeah. I was 16 in 2004, and I remember him getting called up that year. The Mets surprised people with being a game out of first place in late uh july which caused the travesty that was the scott casimir for victor zambrano trade um and in the process ty wigington there's a name you haven't heard in a while uh got was have was the mets third baseman for the entire year and there's this kid in double a that was raking is Name was David Wright. He apparently grew up a Mets fan and grew up in Norfolk, Virginia, where the Mets AAA affiliate was at the time. And he then got promoted to AAA and continued to rake. And there was talk that around the trade deadline, one of the moves the Mets would make, similar to Conforto in 2015, would be calling up David Wright. And I remember that series against the Braves where he got his first hit, then went to Montreal, got his first home run. Uh, had, I think, 14 home runs and 40-something RBIs. But the biggest thing is he bat over 300 uh, down the stretch in what turned into be meaningless baseball. And then 
Those first four years of his career, the last four years of Shea, I, I said this in our rapid reaction. I grew up in the Yankee dynasty, the late 90s, and it was all the, the homegrown talent of Bernie and Rivera and Jeter and uh, Posada and the Mets. Like, we had Piazza, who we bought, and it was awesome, but, like, that was it. You know, John Olerud came from Toronto. Alfonso was fun for a Mets fan, but he really was just a one-time All-Star. Uh, and then this homegrown guy comes up, and I feel honored. I got to watch the greatest player in Mets history. I got to watch his whole career. And uh, I'm always going to remember City Field as the reason why his, his career declined, because they moved him into a ballpark that just robbed hitters of hits and home runs and ho had to just made their, like, City Field ended Jay Bruce's career. I don't think people realize that. Um, yeah. And then obviously this injury, like him diving at third base to to make that tag on Carlos Lee, uh, hurt his back, and now here we are. Like the guy has a degenerative back disease. Um, Jesus. And I then was, he had that play in uh, in Colorado, right? Was, was was that him? Well, yeah, he dove into the stands. That has nothing to yeah. do with with his injury, though. Um, like the, I thought he was. I thought he like stepped on something on the mound. Or was that somebody else? That's that, Ike that. Davis. You're going down. Oh, yeah. yeah rabbit right. hole now, Jesse. Yeah. Uh, look, I, I said this on Willett's point. I just wanted closure with this because John Ricco's statements of we don't want David Wright to come back and be a part-time player was, wait, so you want him to come back and be a full-time player? What are you, what are you talking about? Is this going to be why you don't spend money next year? Um, so I'm glad there's finally closure. And... I guess it just, I hadn't actually thought of David Wright's last game because of the reality that the Mets have been in for a while is we're waiting to see if David Wright can come back. And he's under contract for the next two years. I never thought the Wilpons would eat that. So, you know what? It's like, actually happening. I have tickets to the 29th, so I will be there. Trust me, I'm not, that was not I, a game hey, I'm, I'm missing. I'm jealous. Like, I would love to be there. But like I said, I I got over I got over the David Wright like two three years ago. Mm -hmm. Once I realized this guy's never going to be the same. And look, but that's this fair. will and this will definitely be closure for a lot of fans. You know, maybe while I'm watching this game, I'm like, wow, like damn, I'm never going to see David Wright play again. And that's and like, like honestly, what hit me the hardest big. is a guy that's who big. I've literally seen his entire career. I'm now going to see the end of it. Like I'm actually going to see David Wright's last game, and it's going to be next to Jose Reyes. You know, people may call me a fraud for everything I just said, but it's just <laughs> like a fraud Mets fan. But I'm not. Like, I love the Mets. And oh, Jesse, I would never call you a fraud Mets fan. I call you a bad yeah. Mets fan. Don't get me wrong. Like, the Mets are 23 <laughs> and 14 in their last since August 6th, by the oh, way. Oh, they've been, they've been, yeah, they've there. been, they've been playing very well. Like, yeah. I've been paying attention. I got to grab my fantasy team, man. Come oh, on. I'm like, so I, sorry. I hope you yeah. don't have wins as a category. <laughs> it is, yeah. Uh, but oh. I have Verlander also. Last thing on baseball, I put up that Michael Wilbon thing yes. yesterday. Can we talk about this, please? Can um, please talk about this? First of all, old man, people call me old man yelling at Cloud. Shout out to you, Dylan. Uh, Michael Wilbon and his anybody who votes for DeGrom uh, should have their, should be dismissed. And we should bring in a new panel. Because uh, anyone who tells me that winning it doesn't matter in voting... I mean, dude, you got you got to realize how dumb can you be? Like, look at context. This is it is <laughs> so clear he hasn't watched a single Degrom start this year. I'm almost yeah. positive he hasn't watched 
any game that didn't have the Cubs in it this year. Uh, I, yeah, yeah. I just... Michael Wilbon spends his time golfing, I'm sure, and, and doing an, an hour of, of PTI each week. He's Michael a basketball Wilbon, guy. He, Michael Wilbon says that he should... Yeah, he is. Michael Wilbon says that Cy Young voters should be dismissed if they vote for DeGrom. Michael Wilbon should be dismissed from talking baseball. Boom! This is a bananas take from this guy. I'm in Mississippi, okay, and I listen to sports talk radio down here all the time. And the local sports talk radio guys, they're all about the Braves. And they said, and they they laid it out, they did all the stats. DeGrom, Scherzer, Nola. These are guys who are Braves fans. And they were like, it's a no-brainer. It's it's DeGrom. Yeah, yeah. It, it is. He has a full ER, a full half, sorry, a, a half point Half lower, run, half run, yeah. Half run lower than Aaron Nola. If you take out all of DeGrom's wins, he'd be 0-9 with a 2.2 ERA, which is still the lowest in the National League. He is the NL Cy Young. It is not a debate. And if he does not win, there will be rioting in the streets of Mississippi as well as <laughs> it's New York. the streets okay? of Mississippi. <laughs> and that in Jesse's street. That that's that's the street that will have riding. And it'll my, just be Jesse. <laughs> community, yes. I will be I will be outside protesting. Protest of one. Well, I, I put it up also yesterday. It literally happened an hour before I a PTI came on and it, it I was doing editing and I just had it on in the background and I heard that. I was like, all right, rewind, because this needs you're welcome by the way, PTI. I know you only get a certain number of viewers and that video I post is up to a hundred thousand views. So you're welcome <laughs> for the additional ratings. Um my favorite part about this is like I it didn't it was like as far as Twitter goes, it wasn't doing well when I was watching the during the rain delay game last night. Like I fell asleep to it and when I woke up it had a quote tweet from uh uh Cespedes family barbecue and a quote tweet from Keith Law. And what has happened today is just people arguing in my mentions. There is a long thread. Can I, can of I a, look this up? Like, I need yeah, to, you can. There's, I saw, like, I, I quote tweeted. That was one of the first people. My uh, mentions have had a fight all day with just some Nationals fan and this verified guy that is big on analytics arguing whether wins matter. And I just, like, I grabbed popcorn at one, one point and enjoyed them going at it in my like I, oh my god 159 comments or responses th that's Jesus. just co that's just responses dude the quote tweets because twitter doesn't give you an analytic for it i'm easily over a thousand everybody just adding michael wilbon you're stupid you're dumb you're ugly shut up uh like you're welcome i just know he's got five million followers so he i'm gonna guarantee he doesn't check his mentions but i i i I'm reading through this. Your, your mentions are a dumpster fire. Yeah, they man. are. Pa Paul Spore is going at it with DuPont Circle DuPont, DC. Exactly. They have been <laughs> arguing since about 10 o'clock this uh, yesterday morning. So Hey, DuPont Circle is a pretty cool area. If you've ever been uh, into that area in DC, yeah, check it out. An, I have. But, but, it's a very but nice don't, area. But, but, but don't argue on Twitter with DuPont Circle. Yeah, please. Or else. Uh, it, it has been entertaining. I've only interjected once or twice. I even think. I even think I put once, like, thanks guys, this has been fun. Um, this guy, this guy, Paul Spore, is is dominating the uh, the like category. The, the Dupont Circle's not getting a single. He's getting a lot of responses and absolutely no favorites or retweets. Well, yeah, because he's 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 a Scherzer guy. He wants Scherzer to win his third straight. Like, it's clear yeah. what your motivation on this argument is. Anyway, uh, R.I.P. David Wright. 
and maybe you should take Michael Wilbon with you into retirement. Other stuff that happened, I know we're not the biggest hockey fans, so the Eric Carlson trade happened. Uh, he was traded to the Sharks for a handful of players. He's a two-time Norris Trophy winner. Uh, he's a defenseman. Uh, the Sharks were good. They made the playoffs last year, and they were in on John Tavares. And uh, Pretty sure they made the Stanley Cup Finals two years ago. They did do that, didn't they? Yeah, no, 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 they didn't. The Three years ago. Yes, they did. It was, I think it was two years ago. No, it was two years ago. It was Nashville. And then last year was who and who? Maybe last year was the Sharks. No, last year was the Capitals and the Vegas Golden Knights. How do okay, I know so then this? It was, then it was three years ago. <laughs> I haven't been paying attention. I no, no, no. I, no, I'm not even oh, saying like. But what, I do know, but what I do know is I've watched a lot of Eric Carlson. Because um, okay. in high school and in college, I watched a lot more hockey because the Rangers are relevant. All right. Um, and, and right now, they're not very good. I wasn't um, saying, like, how don't you fan. know this? I was no, saying, I, how do I know this? <laughs> <laughs> so what I know about Eric Carlson, and I watched him a lot because the Rangers played the Senators a few times in the playoffs and played. I, I, mean, I would just watch him uh, every now and again when they play the Rangers. I, I, I think he's and, – and the hockey guys are going to hear me and – scoff at what I'm about to say, but he's probably like the best skater in the NHL because usually defensemen are some of the best skaters. Um, and for full disclosure, I did play hockey at one point, so mm -hmm. I kind of know what I'm talking about. Um, not fully, but I kind of do. Um, he's one of the best skaters. The guy has ridiculous vision, and he's going to be added to a loaded team with the Sharks already. I, the guys in the, in the hockey chat were freaking out. They're like, I, I believe it, somebody was like, they're going to score every time they have the puck. So, I mean, when you and you add a guy who could, he's one of the best defensemen, defensemen, they, they call him an offensive defenseman. This guy can, he's like Brian Leach almost, uh, who you probably watched uh, in the 90s, Claudio. I remember Brian Leach, yes. <laughs> they won the Stanley uh -huh. Cup final when I was six, Jesse. That happened. Yeah. So, he, he, he's, he's, a, he's that kind of player where he can, he can quarterback the power play. Uh, excellent defender, uses his body well, uh, really, really smart player, really good passer, and then can put the puck in the back of the net too. Um, so he's going to instantly improve the Sharks, who are already a very talented team. Uh, and I mean, I, I, I remember Ethan saying, "I'm not a, uh, I'm not a prospects guy, but I don't recognize a single name that the uh, <laughs> that the Senators got." So <laughs> yeah, not that. And people are in everything I've been reading is that. The, the sharks pull off a heist here so you know it's uh, interesting that ethan has that that perspective with eric carlson that uh the sharks with a steal because they got carlson for just a bunch of no-name prospects but when it comes to trading Degrom, regardless of what you get back you'd get a haul back for Degrom. so why not trade him um i i have no answer for you there yeah no no, no. that's a little shade it's okay i'm guessing that's why ethan's response either was not featured i'm convinced ethan's just dead inside after Tavares, because his response to David Wright retiring or this David Wright news was just, I don't care. It's like, all right, I get it. David it Wright was, never left yeah. for Toronto, whatever. It was, it was the same thing as me, you know, we're, we're, for once me and Ethan agree, you know? Yeah. All these people were born on September 14th. Jesse's going to tell me who's got the biggest name on this list and it will fit. No, I be haven't. I haven't looked at this list yet. Uh, then let me surprise you. Let me surprise yeah. you. First and foremost, it's Andrew Lincoln. Uh, who plays Rick on The Walking Dead, Rick Grimes. Coral, for those of you who watch Walking Dead, you know that Coral! reference. Coral! Um, 
I'm the old guy that knows that he's actually from Love Actually, the famous rom-com that has him at the front door with Kira Knightley opening the door and he's just holding up a white like poster board and it's got writing on it and uh, he's just got like a, a whole three paragraphs worth of stuff and he's it, it's an iconic I've, rom-com scene from the I've 90s. I've never I've never seen Love Actually. I'm not even going to get mad at you. This isn't The Godfather. You don't have to see it. It's to <laughs> people who grew who were relevant in the 90s though. That's what well, when I love, they first I love saw The Walking Dead because of Pirates of the Caribbean, all right? Yes. Right. Yes. For me, it was, hey, it's the chick from Love, well, Love Actually. Wow, words tonight. Uh, Rick Grimes is 45 years old. And you know who else is 45 years old? Nas. Nas. Nas and Andrew Lincoln were born on the exact same day. Nas, one of the greatest rappers ever, has easily, uh, should I say, uh, maybe not easily, a top five diss track ever. With Ether. Yeah, with, um, with Ether. Um, Ether. Ether. Ether, whatever. Uh, he just came out with a new album, actually, produced by Kanye. Uh, that he was is, really that was, that was really good. Nas' uh, older stuff it. is still better, though. That's the thing. Yeah, I mean, Illmatic's my favorite rap album ever. Um, so, so. Nas that. is 45, though. So, happy birthday, Nas. Uh, Sam Neill is 71 years old today. He plays Dr. Alan Grant, or played Dr. Alan Grant, in Jurassic Park 1, I am not going to reference the other Jurassic Park movie that he played Alan Grant in because Jurassic Park 3 is so trash. Uh, but Sam, Dr. Grant, the guy who first discovered through, with all of us, that John Hammond created Jurassic Park and brought dinosaurs back to life. Is that the guy with like the iconic scene where he's looking at like the brontosaurus and yes. he's like, oh. It's Dr. Grant, yeah. He's, he's also in uh, Peaky Blinders, right? I think so. I haven't seen Peaky Blinders, though. The pe oh, you have Jesse, to watch that there's such a long one, list of shows I'm catching up on. I just finished The Wire. Like, yeah, well, <laughs> I'm this, so this, far this, behind. This, this is, I like this show just as much as The Wire, so that's saying oh, something. Oh, wow, that's saying something. Okay. Uh, Sam Neill is 71 years old today, so happy birthday to him. Uh, some sports birthdays. Jimmy Butler turns 29 today. Of Future the Nick. Future Nick and current Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, no, Tim, Timber Bull. Timber, that's right. Ah, I forgot. Send him Joe Kim Noah now. Uh, Deshaun yeah. Watson of the Houston Texans, uh, okay. former national champion, uh, is 23 years old. Uh, Michael Crabtree, a guy that we just watched of the Ravens, is 31 years old today. And last but not least, Amy Winehouse would have been 35 years old today. I, like most people, had this one-note opinion of her. And it was, she made a song called Rehab and how she won't go, go, go. And then like a year later, checked herself into rehab and that was the joke. And then unfortunately she passed away. Then the documentary Amy came out and it changed my perspective of her forever and how horrible her sur surroundings were and how talented she was and how uh, the, her family getting involved kind of ruined her life. Recommended if anybody hasn't seen it. Uh, I'll just jump in. It's Amy Winehouse's birthday. No offense to Nas or Rick Grimes or Dr. Grant. Uh, Amy Winehouse, gone way too soon. Uh, and again, would have been 35 today. So happy birthday, Amy Winehouse. Jesse, go ahead. Who is it? 
Um, I haven't seen Amy, so my my <laughs> I, my view is uh, still skewed. That's fair. Um, that is, although I, I completely I, although, understand. Although I believe you. I hey, I I believe that she was uber talented and was in a terrible situation and suffered because of that. But uh, Illmatic is my favorite rap album of all time. Yeah. And so for that reason, Nas, happy birthday, my man. I can't even argue that. Nas. Nas is uh discography rivals just about anybody yep you know absolutely uh happy birthday everybody everybody if, if, it also listen. helps having the best the best album ever so you think you're mad well okay music best, is about I, taste I, we're, so we're talking about hip-hop out of, out of the best hip-hop album in my opinion yeah the chronic still bangs for me i i, I spoke oh, yeah. with chronic last week That's and it was there. incredible so that'll do it for this episode of gotham front page if you dig the show Head over to iTunes, give it a five-star rating and a review. Follow Gotham on Twitter at GothamSN, on Instagram at Gotham Sports Network. For all of our content, you go there or GothamSN.com. Jesse, J-E-T-S. Yo. Jets, Jets, Jets. Enjoy your weekend, sir.